Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. Well, folks, good afternoon. It is now 12.06 on this Friday. It is April 1st, and you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome in everyone that uh, tunes in to our live stream on Facebook Live. Just find my page. It's The John DePietro Show on Facebook. Folks, this is our final broadcast from Eastern Europe. Juan will be on a plane in... Uh, 18 hours, 18, 18, right around there, 18 hours we begin to go, we will go west. I keep going east, but we're going to be going west and looking forward, very much now, looking forward to the return trip. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this Friday, on this Friday at 12.07 East Coast time is brought to you by the Cuisin Inn. And again, I want to thank them. I'm going to be going there as soon as I get back. 226 Cuisin Avenue in Westport. Jim is just fantastic. And they do have delicious Polish food, amongst other items, by the way. But it's a great vibe. If you haven't been there in a while, you're going to love it. Stop in, especially on this uh, Friday during Lent. Maybe get some fish and chips, what have you. The Cuisin Inn, 226 Cuisin Avenue in Westport. And there's a link to them on the website, topetro.com. Well, folks, one is I am a little giddy. Uh, I've had uh, a busy day. The weather outside is brutal. So for our final Facebook Live, me and radio broadcast. I am not venturing out into the weather. I also, I had to get a COVID test uh, this morning, which was negative, which was negative, not positive. So one can get on the plane. You you can't get on a plane over here unless you have a negative COVID test. So I know some people, I don't know what people would do. I guess they, I don't know what they would do actually. Either take a train somewhere and then take a ship back. But I, I don't know what you would do. But if you want to get on, you have to have a negative COVID test. And I managed to navigate and get one. And it's uh, no short of a miracle, folks, that I've remained healthy the entire month. Only because you're constantly, number one, in the cold in rain. Number one. Number two, you're constantly around people that are sick because they're coming in from Ukraine. And they have been, you know, they've been traveling. They're outside. They're cold. They, some of them that, you know, some of the people were in bomb shelters for a week and, oh, my goodness. It is, um, it is, you know, the, uh, again, uh, plenty of liquids, plenty, as much rest as possible. And then also, obviously, constant washing of hands. Juan is very uh, conscious of that. Folks, this portion of the program as well, so many people that, um, that I want to thank. And I also really want to thank uh, Brood Awakenings. You know, I'm going to mention a number of people during the course of this time. They were uh, so terrific and stepped up. And, um, and as I've been thanking people during the course of the trip, again, uh, this was no small feat to pull off. I will give you the news of the day. And there is good news, by the way. Uh, but the um, if, if the weather was better, I would have done, uh, you know, a final broadcast out somewhere. I don't know about the Ukraine thing, uh, just because it's it was getting harder. I, it took me a while to get back over the border yesterday and um, and in the freezing rain, no, no doubt. And there's some snow in the forecast for tomorrow. But uh, Tomas, who is terrific, who is the, he, um, you know, I met him when I first came. He's a giant of a man. He was in the Polish army. His uh, big guy, six foot five. He's just the nicest guy and um, has kind of been my protector. And he very graciously invited me and I joined his family for a Sunday dinner this past Sunday. Once I restore my personal Facebook account, I will be posting some pictures of me with Tomas and his wonderful family. I could post them on the normal Facebook page. I could. But um, but we have a slew of things to do. But again, I want to thank uh, Brood Awakenings, of which, again, I'm going to be going to. I love hanging out there. Fresh ingredients. Stop in. Stop in right now. Why not for lunch? Breakfast, lunch, late afternoon, uh, delicious food, fresh drinks, and they're, they're just terrific. At Brood Awakenings, discover the brood difference I have. Two locations in Johnston. One of them has booze, and the other one has the drive through And then Pontiac Avenue, and then also Bald Hill Road in Warwick, where they also have the drive through and they have a full-service bar. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, David at Brood and Karen, who's so terrific, and everyone. Well, folks, again, Juan, feel, I feel a little giddy. I, um, I do want to thank the great Jeff Kabach and JR and everything. I, you listen, th- this was not an easy thing to try to pull off. 
uh, as, as I've said in the past, anytime you try to venture outside of a, a radio studio, things can go wrong. If you try to do a remote or whatever it may be, this was, you know, another level of challenge. I want to thank Hugo Live. They are just fantastic. They beam, if you're hearing me right now, they, they beam it off a satellite out of Amsterdam. And, uh, and by all accounts, now, you know, obviously when you're moving around a train station, going in and out of tunnels, that could be problems. Um, and then obviously we had some challenges with uh, with Facebook as my main personal account was disabled by a Russian hacker, not hacked into. There is a difference when you see people post, I've been hacked. This was different. They purposely, with the intention of disabling my account. And so um, as a result of that, we've, we've just, I, I rely on my personal page uh, for a lot of things. But, you know, despite that and despite various other things, folks, you, you know, you, you make it happen. You, you keep your eye on the prize. I will tell you, you know, yesterday being in Ukraine and we actually captured it. On the Facebook Live, when those when those air sirens start going off, it's um, it, it's a different it's a different deal. It is, and um, and I can't say enough how much I obviously uh, have tremendous respect for anyone that is listening right now to the program. That is uh, at any time, you know. Listen, I, I obviously praise the law enforcement a lot. That's not an easy job, um, but anyone, man or woman, anyone that has uh, served time. And um, and been in in a war, and been in where the war is going on. It, it it's just it's a different deal. And thank God, by the way, that it's there's not like four or five different examples of that. There's really just like one example of that. Um, and I've obviously, you know, if you've if you've listened to the program, um, we we have met and interviewed so many different individuals. I and at times, folks, I mean, I could be rolling tape all the time. You know, the other day when I came back and it was pouring out and freezing and, and I actually had a problem with my phone, so I, I couldn't call Tomas. So this uh, man from the UK ended up giving me a ride, um, you know, because it's it, it's 10 miles, but it's it's winding. And so far. I wasn't going to walk. Never mind. It was it was already dark. But he's uh, from the UK. He's a volunteer. He was in the army. He was telling me about Operation Desert Storm. And then you, you know, I, I don't want to say we all forget, but sometimes you forget that many um, military combat wars we've been in, you know, are, the Brits are right there with us. They're still, you know, our strongest ally. And um, and he was describing that he he suffers terrible um, terrible effects and flashbacks uh, because of his experience battling Saddam Hussein's army in Iraq and started actually not even with me trying to indulge him talking about his uh, combat experience. And, and it, it is real and, and still suffers from that. And the individuals, I won't get into too much detail, but he, he told me an operation they were ambushed and he had to take the life of, you know, at least three Iraqi uh, Saddam Hussein military Republican Guard soldiers. And it, you know, it still haunts him to this day. So what does he do? He stays busy. He started having terrible effects when the war started and, and actually having, you know, terrible um, flashbacks to everything that happened. And even though he was was in a war and, and was under attack, it, it still haunts him to this day when he had to discharge his weapon and, and take out his at minimum at least three different uh, Iraqi soldiers that they they thought they had cornered them in, but there were, there were apparently more British soldiers than than they initially thought. So, my point is, you know, you you're just constantly interacting with people that have these um, incredible experiences. I mean, I I could have been rolling tape on it. As I think of it now, on this Friday, it was actually very interesting listening to him tell the story. But you know, you reach a point, and um, and folks, right now at twelve fifteen, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. Another thing that I I also just want to point out, and I think I want to appreciate, I do appreciate everyone that is tuned in to our uh, live stream or been you know listening to the the radio show. Listen. It's it's not every day. I, I get I still get these messages. Go to our southern border. I, I don't even know how to respond to that foolishness. Listen, I'm the only one locally that every year I go to Washington 
and we broadcast from there. And the topic is the border. And the, the topic is illegal immigration. And I interview Border Patrol and ICE and ranchers that are there. And, and everyone connected with that and, and families that have had family members killed by illegals. And, and frankly, by the second day, it, there's a little bit of a redundancy to it. So I don't know how else to explain it to people. It, it's, it's a war. Nothing like this has happened over here of this scale since World War II. I'm more interested in our board. Oh, then you go down to your blanking. But you can. Fly to Arizona. Fly to Texas. I, it, it would be boring after one day. And show what? <laughs> These people are moronic. The program is moving forward. This, this, we are, this is fast becoming a moron. For, go to a, but I, I, I get bored by the second day. By the second day, I'm exhausted hearing the same stories. I don't know how else to explain it. It's a war. Well, that's like, wow, be quiet. It's not the same. They don't have tanks at the southern border. They don't have bombs at the southern border. They don't have jets and helicopters. The, the Ukrainian uh, Air Force with their helicopters actually went on the offensive and took it to the Russians last night. And I am cheering it on like I'm watching a Patriots game, for crying out loud. I'm more concerned about it. Oh, wake up. We're concerned about our country. Get your head out of your behind. Wake up. This affects the whole world. My goodness. Now, again, I am not going to get distracted. I'm actually in a good mood. Um, I've, we've tried to flush out some of those people. You know, much like uh, someone, you're not even there. It's a green screen. <laughs> Why do I get these email from these imbeciles? It's the CIA. It's let's see. It's the CIA. It's fake. It's it's Hunter Biden. It's oh, my God. No wonder. No wonder. Listen, here's what I have to say. No wonder we have the people in office that we have in office, because if, if half of the people are voting that send me email. No wonder we are left with the people that we're left with, right? Cicilline, Biden, and the, and the rest of them. No wonder. It's no mystery to me. Yeah, it's the CIA. But we, who even comes up with this foolishness? Yeah, it's all about Hunter Biden's laptop. That's what it's about. Oh, my God. I, I hope many of you are not driving. That's all I hope, because I very soon will be back on the same roads. I hope you're, you're not operating heavy equipment. I hope you're not driving. And, and I hope you're not handling any sharp objects. Uh, my goodness. All right, folks, this portion of the program, and I'm actually in a good mood. But I, I love these people. You're influenced by the mainstream. What are you talking about? I'm interviewing the people that are there. I actually went to the country mainstream media. What are you talking about? Yeah, keep thinking it has to do with Hunter Biden's laptop. This portion. Hold on. One more rant. Let, let Juan just get it out of his system. For all of these people, <clears throat> hear me out for a moment. What time is it? 1220. Hear me out for a moment. All these people that have been insisting it's about these stupid bio labs, who, by the way, never answer a question. They never answer a question. Professional parrots that just repeat whatever is said and then they just regurgitate it, even though it's coming from Beijing and the Kremlin. If, if that were the case, Russia came up with a list of demands that they, and, and again, of course, outrageous, ridiculous demands, right, for Ukraine. But Russia actually produced a list of demands that they want from Ukraine that would be part of the peace process to end the war. <clears throat> Anyone want to take a guess what was somehow miraculously missing from the list of demands? Any mention of the bio labs. Do you know why there was no mention from Russia? On the stupid bio, it's because they don't exist. There's a difference between bio weapon labs and bio labs. If 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 Ukraine actually had bio weapon labs of nuclear material on on their boundary 
in, in the, the, the borders of Russia. Don't you think the Russian forces would have taken them? Don't you think they'd be demanding that all those labs would be shut down? And, and again, I fully get it. Tucker Carlson, who in the past, I used to agree, I used to agree with him 95% of the time, nine, more than anyone else actually on Fox, until this came up. Him, Tulsi Gabbard, Candace Owens. He did that whole thing. But he was so, um, he left it purposely open about the biolabs. And what no one will address is that information came from the Russian Ministry of Defense. But again, if that's really what it was about, why is it missing from the Russian demands? And of course, no one can answer that. You know why it's missing? Because it's fake. Because it's propaganda. There's a difference between... A, a bio lab where you're you're studying infectious disease and a bio weapon lab. You know what it reminds me of? It's 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 young Frankenstein. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's the John DePietro show. I recognize some people don't know. And there's even a member of the media. I'm not going to name her, but she actually sent me like a totally fake article. And, and the people saying, well, how can it be from Russia? I'm reading it in English. Yeah, there's no such thing as Google Translate. How can it be from China? It's, I'm not, I don't read Chinese. Yeah, I'm sure they don't have translators available. Um, it's like the scene in Young Frankenstein when the monster erupts, right? And then Dr. Franken says, you know, are, are, are you sure you, you got, you were supposed to get a brain and, and when the guy that he sent to get the brain, when lightning struck, he, he dropped the brain. And, and he said, are, are you sure I got the right brain to put into the monster? And he's, no, no, okay. It wasn't the same brain. No, it was not. Of Like some genius brain. Whose brain then did we put into the monster? Abby something. Abby something, yes. Abby who? I think the name was Abby Normal. Abnormal. I put an abnormal brain in the body of Frankenstein. That's what it's like on these bio. All they have to say is bio lab. But there's a world of difference between a bio weapon lab <laughs> and a bio lab. Someone told me Brown University has a bio lab. Boston University has a bio lab. But they're not bio weapon labs. Russia has bioweapon labs in Siberia. <clears throat> Ukraine does not have bio Abby Normal. Ukraine does not have by Ukraine. Some of the postings. Russia has every right because Ukraine's putting nuclear weapons on their border. But where are you getting this from? <clears throat> Russia has been pushing this since 2011. 2011, they've been pushing this. Um, Here's what else they won't answer. If that were true, which it's not, but let's just say if that were true, how come Trump didn't do anything about it, right? He was president in, in, in as we've talked about, the Budapest agreement was that Ukraine gave up the pursuit of nuclear weapons in exchange that if anything went wrong, the United States, Russia, the UK, we would defend them. And so these people, I'm more concerned about our country. Hey, listen, what's your word worth? We signed an agreement. And it's, you know, the bill came due because it's it's raining in Ukraine. Trust me, it is. And it's raining bombs in Ukraine. But we can't walk away from an agreement. Russia, since 2011, started pushing. I, I think in maybe even 2005, they started pushing this. Then they really ramped it up when Obama was in office in 2011. But if that were the case... How come when President Trump was in office, he didn't say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, you guys, would, would he have given them the military equipment if they had bioweapon labs in Ukraine? Has Tucker Carlson done another segment on this whole thing uh, since he did that first one that just set off all these people? The answer is no. It doesn't exist. They lie. The Russians keep saying, okay. Uh, all the citizens of Ukraine can exit this road. We won't bomb it. And then what happens? They start bombing as all the, the people are going there. They, they're liars. They're pathological liars. Putin is a pathological liar. So, uh, but the good news is the fact that Ukraine was able to take the war to Russia and start to go on the offensive, that, that is a very positive sign. Now, I want to mention this. Right now at 1226. Folks, when Juan returns, 
I, I just want you to know, I, I am fully aware of many of the things that are going on in our country, in our state, in Massachusetts, in Rhode Island, in our general region. We have the FBI probe with Governor McKee. As I was saying to one Ukrainian refugee, this, this woman, do you, do you, do you want to come live in Rhode Island? They, they said they'll take Ukrainian refugees. She said, Rhode Island? Isn't that the one, the governor and the FBI? Look at that. That's already like spread over here, they know. And, and anyone that's telling you McKee doesn't have problems, uh, I, I'm going to repeat the question. When's the last time someone was elected when they were the target of an FBI probe? Let's see. What's the word that comes to mind? Never. That's right. Never. He may not make it till the primary. He may get indicted before then. Who knows? Maybe that guy, Mike McGee, will flip on him uh, to try to get immunity and say that uh, the only reason they got the $5 million was because he was supposed to funnel money back to McKee and campaign donations. I'll say this. Wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the first time. But I want to be very clear with you, the listeners of the John DePietro Show. Now, obviously, folks, I am, I am wound up into the, the, the war. You, um, you, you, you learn a lot when you come in and really immerse yourself into the story. And however, once I am back, I am very interested in the elections that are going to take place. I am very interested in the what we're seeing is basically the complete destruction of the McKee administration, where people are bailing out. Uh, Mayor Palacina's son, he gave notice. You know, you have the head of the state police. No one wants to be part of an administration that is the target of an FBI probe. Um, you know, Go- Governor McKee, again, we're not trying to put the cart before the horse, but it, it, it is completely conceivable that we may see him in an orange jumpsuit in the next couple of years. So- so who knows where he would go? Maybe Fort Devens, maybe Fort Dix, where uh, Mayor Cianci went. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Propane Plus. I want to thank Tim Johnson, the Johnson family. He keeps sending me texts. Are you still over? Yes, we're still over here. 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. Propane Plus. Or in Massachusetts, call them 508-252-3359. Propane Plus heating and cooling. And if you're a business and you depend on a lot of propane, you can depend on Propane Plus. Go with them. They've been there for three generations. They're available 24-7. Online billing, schedule your service or delivery, click of a button, free safety inspection, Propane Plus. Call them today and especially in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this Friday, April 1st, is in fact brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. Now I'm heading there when I get back at some point. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. They'll have the final four on Endzone Sports Pub Friday, Saturday, karaoke. Dana runs a great place. Bring friends, meet new ones at Endzone Sports Pub. So again, I don't want to, um, I won't belabor the point. Um, it is. Um, it has really been eye opening. It is also. I, I'll tell you, folks. Um, you know, just for a moment to tell you that it, it's so interesting meeting uh, other members of the media from literally all over the world. I mean, I. I, I still. You know, Angelo from Italy, who's a, a big TV reporter in Italy. Um, I saw him the other day. I should have filmed him, but I, I, it was my first chance to sit down. I just come back from Ukraine. I was eating in a grilled cheese sandwich. I should have filmed him because then it started pouring and then I, I couldn't catch him. And then the reporter from Turkey. And then yesterday I was in line with uh, talking with a reporter from France. And then obviously, you know, all the volunteers from all over. It is it, uh, and then let alone, you know, the Poland reporters are really, really strong. And then I even got a chance to speak to a reporter from Ukraine. Um, it just gives you incredible perspective of, of things. And I, I also I want to acknowledge I recognize that there's definitely bias in the media. There's bias in the media. There's no question. There's bias in the local media. But there's a difference between bias in the media and real propaganda, right? So, I mean, Putin put out to the people of Russia that Russia was attacked by Ukraine. That's not a bias. That, that is the definition of fake news. Everything on state TV in Russia 
is 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 propaganda is that it, it's all you know it's it's real lies and the difference is and I, and I recognize a lot of people learned and started to question the media when president trump came into office I, I happen to think a lot of people have gone overboard with it where they think that there's there's nothing to be believed i mean that if, if you actually believe that then then i think you're ready for the bunker i mean that's you know, is the New York Times columnists and opinion pages, are they biased? Yes, of course they are. Um, is Fox News biased? They are biased. Are you kidding me? All day long, Newsmax, Fox, they're, they're always teeing up Biden. They're biased. And, and conversely, CNN and MSNBC were biased against President Trump. But there's a difference between outright lies and propaganda in, in a bias. And I, I truly don't think some people fully understand the magnitude of that or get that. Um, there's a bias. When, when I have Justin Katz on Monday and we do our segment, um, uh, Politics This Week, we, we talk about that there, there's definitely a local bias with certain members of the local media. Listen, for years, Howie Carr has talked about how the Boston, you know, for years, how the Boston Globe, Morrissey Boulevard, how biased they were with the Globe, some of the types of stories. That's why the Herald was the alternative in New York. You know, you have the New York Post is the alternative to the New York Times. Um, But, you know, Justin and I will talk about that there's definitely a a bias in local media where they, they refuse to give any type of negative story about anyone from uh, Black Lives Matter. You know, you, you saw it in 2020 with the protesters, how, and I would talk about it, you know, um, the local media would, would never basically say anything critical of the protesters or the Black Lives Matter people, even when they were terrorizing people on Federal Hill. They, they'd rather not say anything. However, again, not to be redundant, but there's a difference between that and, um, and and someone that it's like real lies and propaganda. So, and just hear me out one more example. If you're listening right now, and let me just uh, make sure that our feed is still strong and it is. At 1233, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I have met Alex Jones. I have met Alex Jones of InfoWars. I've actually met some of his people. It was a long time ago at a... At a Broadcasting type of thing. So it's not that Alex Jones and InfoWars, it's it's not that they, they're biased. They completely fabricated complete lies about what happened in Newtown, Connecticut. And the problem for Alex Jones of InfoWars is some of those idiots actually believed it. When you had the terrible shooting in Newtown, Connecticut, um, it's Sandy Hook, where Adam Lanza, Lanzia, you know, took a, a very um, large weapon, an AR-15, and went into a school and, and tragically shot and killed all those very little young children and their families. For whatever reason, he actually took to the airwaves of, of InfoWars and started saying that it, w- it was all fake. It was, a, it was a false flag that the parents you saw crying were all actors, uh, that the little white caskets were props, that none of it was happening. And people actually believed it. And, and, and for the people that maybe they still listen to Alex Jones or still watch InfoWars, um, listen, he's in a lot of trouble right now. <laughs> Because now it's going to be very expensive for him, and he's in a lot of legal trouble because he can't defend what he said. He's now basically admitting they made the whole thing up. That's propaganda. That's not, well, he's, it's not even a bias. Now, I I don't know why anyone would make that up, right? Now, granted, you know, we're, we're in Rhode Island or Mass. Um, I, I vividly remember that day because it was the first time that I effectively used Twitter to recall things as they were happening, as people were arriving and giving, started going and giving a play-by-play on the radio of what was happening. 
uh, at that school and in and around the school. I'd never used Twitter like that before. It was happening so fast. I couldn't, you know, use a television. But for whatever reason, you know, Infowars, they're based out of Texas. For whatever reason, they decided to go all in on this whole thing, that it was a false flag operation, that this was to try to take guns from people. And all these maniacs from all over the country and all over the world were contacting these parents um, who had their children killed in uh, Sandy Hook in Newtown and screaming at them and terrorizing them and hammering them and sending them filthy emails and phone calls and to their house and these morons actually believing that it was all fake, but it all came from Alex Jones and Infowars. So my point is, uh, I, I don't see any of those people saying like, hey, wait a minute. Maybe that wasn't true because now he's offering to pay all the families. Why isn't he defending the report? Why isn't he proving that it was all fake? Why isn't Alex Jones and Infowars, why aren't they proving that those were all actors? It was a false flag, that it was just, quote, the government trying to take guns away from people. Gee, why why is he suddenly now offering to pay? Because it was fake. Because it was propaganda. And what many of you will find with Putin, Putin, everything They're just pathological liars. Not enough bad things can happen to him. And and the Russian, listen, you know, the Russian military, the Russian people, they're along for the ride. They are absolutely along for the ride at this point. Um, No one is saying that it's justified. You know, when I was on Newsmax uh, the other day and they were asking me about, isn't this terrible? Some of these Russian hockey players are getting death threats. (sighs) You know, and again, I know that I didn't give the answer that they wanted, but all right. So Russian professional hockey players, grown men that get paid to play a game, right? They get paid to play a game, are getting death threats. Innocent people in Ukraine are getting more than threats. They're getting death. Boo-hoo for the Russian athletes. No, no No one's justifying that. Of course it's wrong. Uh, that's like in World War II when the Japanese were put in internment camps. N- not exactly. Okay. They weren't killed in the internment camps. They were detained. That's true. That's an ugly part of our history. There was a lot of panic. There was there was a lot of uh, there were spies from Japan that were arrested on the West Coast. There were people that thought that California was going to be invaded after Pearl Harbor. There was huge fear of that happening. Um that it, you know, that of course, no, that that's not fear, but that's part of the repercussions in there. People are just upset with what they're seeing. But, you know, again, I I wasn't trying to kill the mood on Newsmax, but it's all like in proportion. You know, boo-hoo that an NHL Russian hockey star isn't getting endorsements and he's getting booed when he goes to play. Um, Yeah, the Ukrainian people, if you've been following a Mariupol, I interviewed someone, and by the way, folks, and again, at, at 12.39, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to thank also, um, I want to thank Mike Degnan, who, uh, you know, it really starts with the Coogie Cash. It was R.E. Coogan Heating said, you know, we want to give money directly to the Ukrainian people. And, you know, that, that's how it started. And then I want to thank uh, Representative Patricia Morgan and my friend Robin. Well, folks, you saw I was giving literal cash to people literally arriving from Ukraine so could help them. And then Mike Degnan, we, uh, we had some fun and, and, and gave out more money that he had, he had sent. But it was, it was Coogs. R.E. Coogan and Heating, folks, call them 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. Helpful trustworthy, reliable. As Kook says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Look for them on Facebook. Folks, visit the website dpetro.com and dpetro.com, which is our award-winning website, by the way. And it is brought to you by um, <clears throat> Sole Source Restoration. They clean and disinfect residential commercial properties. If you're a building owner, if you want your property cleaned, and I mean really clean, Soul, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration, 401-712-2700, 401-712-2700, Soul Source Restoration. I want to share with you that, unfortunately, some of the best conversations I have had 
And since I have, in fact, been over here, but it's been with people that are just, they're too traumatized <clears throat> to actually either be recorded or be filmed. Um, you know, I was kind of laughing just because I saw the comedian Amy Schumer say she was uh, triggered by what happened with uh, Will Smith and and Chris Rock. But I, I was sharing a message with my friend Laura, this, this woman that I met, this young girl, actually. So... And I, I think she was she was either in Kirsten, I think she was in Maripol. And her friend was saying to me, you, you have to hear her story. And she was, <clears throat> wherever she lived, they went into a building that had a deeper bomb shelter, right? So just picture your own neighborhood, wherever you're listing right now. Uh, just picture your neighborhood, whether it's in, in Lincoln or whether it's in Cumberland or Woonsocket or Warwick or wherever you or Providence or Johnston or North Provolone, wherever you may be. But just think of this for a moment. So she would go to this building because they had the, the bigger bomb shelter, whatever where she lived, it, whatever she, it was better. So uh, this was extensive and it was endless. Right. It, this this it's not like one. It then just continues because he's terrorizing these people. But anyhow, so she described, so as she finally, I don't know how long they were down there, but when she finally emerged from the bomb shelter, she wanted to go check on her house. And when she emerged, she wasn't sure which direction to, to, to walk. She actually started walking and then had to back up because things were so demolished and had taken so much heavy artillery, she could no longer distinguish which direction her home was. And, and at that moment, she, she said she, she just started crying. I mean, they are so traumatized by it. Brutal. The endless destruction and in, in, in bombing that has been going on. And, um, and, and that, and, and also, folks, very, very difficult for many of the families that had to leave their grandparents or older family members who would not leave. Either they physically weren't able to make the trip or they were just so stubborn. They were like, I'm not leaving. This is my home. We're not leaving. And, you know, it's just so difficult to, but just picture your neighborhood. And if you were to go to you know, the biggest building, maybe there's a church near your home, wherever you live. And then when, when they're like, okay, we think the coast is clear. And then when you get up and you finally get outside to leave and you can't even figure out which direction your house is because everything is just completely leveled. I mean, that is, there are so many people that, I mean, the stories are just, um, you know, they're just beyond traumatized. But there's there's a limit. As many of you would see, and I would do it live. I mean, you, you want to talk to them, and I would, and you want to hear their stories. And and but at the same time, I I would I want you to know that I would often meet people that they they were just they're still just in shock of just like what happened, right? Of um, and that'd be very very difficult. If there's anyone that's listening right now. Um, and again, you're listening, folks, to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It's 12:45 on this Friday, April 1st. And yes, I um, I am excited. I am very ready to return. Uh, this has been quite the um, quite the adventure, quite the excursion. High points, low points, but. Um, very eye-opening in many ways. I, th- I, I know a lot more about uh, what's going on over here than I did before I left. And, and, and obviously, you know, you get that from, from uh, really jumping in very extensively, as a matter of fact, on a, um, on a story. But what I want to say was, if you're listening right now in the pain that people go through when there's no other option, but you have to put a family member either a spouse or a parent or grandparent or an older relative 
in a, in a nursing home, in a nursing center. And anyone that's ever gone through that, it just, you know, tears your guts out as the family members like, you know, get me out of here. I want to go home and blah, blah, blah. And then listen, for different reasons, they need 24 hour care or, you know, there are people that they just don't have the strength anymore or the um, I just see on Facebook. I apologize how uh, folks I apologize, folks, everybody bear with me. My goodness, the microphone is not even plugged in. Ugh. Juan is distracted. I apologize for everyone that's been listening on the live stream. My goodness, much clearer. Hopefully that is cleaner. I apologize, folks, as I'm looking at the cord. See, that's the problem. I get in such a zone that then certain things get overlooked. I apologize if the sound was not as loud as it could have been. It should have been. I have the uh, the nice yellow microphone right here to pick up all of what. But my point is, just to finish the point is, is if, um, if you ever had to go through that and just how... Uh, and again, there it is. Gee, and that reminds me of the joke I'm going to tell in a moment. Um, but just how difficult that is, that they're leaving their parents and grandparents behind, knowing there's a very good chance they may not see them again, right? And they have to leave because they have, you know, children, very small children, the grandchildren, and they have to take them out of the area because a lunatic, maniac, thug, that some demented members of the right, some conservatives actually support this lunatic, uh, this thug killer murderer, this evil force of nature. The whole thing of that unplugged um, reminds me of um, there's the story of the three inmates. And um, who should I pick? Who could I pick? I'll, I'll say the Russian. All right. Yeah, we'll go with the Russian. So there's hear me out. It's um, let's see at uh, at twelve forty eight. You're listening to the John DePietro show. I hope the sound is better for everybody on uh, Facebook. I apologize, folks. Maybe I'll hold it just like this for the remaining uh, part of the program. Um, and, and many times the sound can travel OK if it's listening like that. But it's much better when you have a nice uh, microphone like this. But anyhow, so there's three inmates and they're all on death row. And one is a Russian and one is an American and one, uh, I'll say, is uh, someone from Ukraine. So um, the, uh, the American is up first. And um, the warden says, you know, what is your, uh, do you have any final words? And, and um, the American says, I just pray that, that God spears me and I will never, you know, break the law again. And they, they flip the switch. Uh, it's the electric chair and nothing happens. And the warden's like, wow, okay. Uh, you're, you know what? You're free to go. This is your lucky day. You're free to go. They bring up the next uh, death row inmate, and it's a uh, someone from Ukraine, and they strap him in the electric chair, and the warden says, "Listen, you know what? What is your final declaration of final words?" And the death row inmate from Ukraine says, uh, "Listen, I, I just, if there's any way that God, God could spare me, I, I, I swear and promise, I, I will not sin again." And they, they flip the switch, and nothing happens. And the warden says, wow, this is unbelievable. Look at this, two in a row. All right, it's your lucky day. Unstrap him. You're free to go. They bring the Russian in. They strap him in the electric chair. The warden says, do you have any final statement or what are your final words? And the Russian says, I, and I could do it in a Russian accent, but I'm not. I do have some final words. But before I say that, do you guys know and see that that thing's unplugged over there? <laughs> Folks, there you go. There's no sympathy for the Russians. Folks, it's one. It's the John DePietro show on this Friday. It is April 1st in this portion of the program. You know who would make a fortune over here is Jay Perry Paving. I got to contact them. High quality, fair pricing. He would do very well in parts of Ukraine. They could use some 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, free estimates, by the way. So as you're listening on this Friday and maybe thinking, you know what, maybe I will get the driveway paved. Why not? 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They're also on Facebook and they are licensed and insured contracting company. They do fantastic work, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. 
Call them today, 401-732-1730. Now listen, if you're a veteran or you're related to a veteran or you know a veteran, hear me out. There's no one that is better to our veterans than J. Perry Paving. You know, once a month, they do a free project for a veteran. I was there. I've been there when they do it. Last November, at the very end of the season, I filmed it. We were in Warwick. There was a man that served our country bravely in the Korean War. He was so excited, and they paved and gave him a beautiful new driveway. Call, call them if, if you're a veteran or if you know of a veteran uh, or you're related. That <clears throat> great Mother's Day gift, great Father's Day gift, 401-732-1730. So many people to thank for allowing us to do this. And by the way, I, I'm not opposed to the southern border. I, I just, and who knows? We'll, we'll, I'm not going to rule anything out. Once we have proven we have the technology down, we could do it. I'm not opposed to that. But there's, there's just a little bit of a difference of largest land war in Europe since the Second World War and a bunch of uh, bad amigos coming over the border. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, visit the website, is brought to you by Centerdale Revival. This is another place that I am going once I return. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Stop and see Shane and company. I'm going as soon as I get back. 401-232-8696. And by the way, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. I'm going to talk politics with Shane at Centerdale Revival. And it's it's safe and it's... um. And plenty of free parking. They're right across from uh, North Providence Town Hall. I'm anxious to see my friend Mayor Lombardi, and we'll talk politics with uh, Shane as well. And I want to, um, again, folks, uh, I want to also thank Michael Salvatore State Towing Service. Michael is just uh, one of the greatest guys. I still I think of him and his family. They suffered a terrible loss with the loss of his dad just a few months ago. Uh, but State Towing Service, if you need a reliable towing company, State Towing Service, 401-331-0925. I have a feeling I'm going to be seeing him once I return to the country, the uh, land of the free and home of the brave. Or at least it used to be, as a matter of fact. Um, but, folks, this is um, in, in all seriousness. And, and what I want to also, by the way, what I was saying about bias with the media. If you listen to when we do the segment with Justin, which I love, by the way, uh, politics this week, is, <clears throat> you know, there's just different examples. The, the re- lieutenant governor candidate, Republican, who's running to be lieutenant governor, his name's Gene Longo. You're going to meet him once I get back. He put out a very professional announcement press release just last week while I was over here. Talking about the fact that Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos remains silent, even though Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee is the subject and target of an FBI probe. And I I think like one or two news outlets picked up on it, but the rest ignored it. Instead, they did a huge story that this uh, progressive socialist state senator is not seeking reelection and she's endorsing a member of Black Lives Matter. That was worthy of a big story, right? Someone leaving, a state senator who's leaving and then deciding to endorse uh, a member of Black Lives Matter. Someone that said that the riot downtown was understandable and justified, who completely, you know, perfect example of of bias. Black Lives Matter, this individual who's running for state, uh, to be a state senator, completely fabricated what happened with Taffy and Company on Sale Street last, whatever that was, late June, early July. And local media won't call him out on it. Now, that's a bias. He was lying, by the way. Um, But my point is, there's a difference between bias and total propaganda, right? The the China and Russia. But in in many ways, you know, what is terrible here is Back in December, the the Biden administration has basically made one wrong move after another. And and, and by the way, it looks like they are going to have some turnover. Now Jen Psaki is press secretary. She's leaving, supposedly going to host a show on MSNBC. He he needs new blood in there. Whether people like it or not, he's going to be the president for the next three years. He is. 
Listen, it's April 1st of 2022. Biden has the rest of this year. He is all of next year. And he is all of 24. So, all right, two years and eight months. He's the president, period. That's reality. As a country, we need better people around him because I, I don't know how it could get any worse. But he is just so timid about Putin. And whether it be that he wouldn't, you know, they've been so afraid that they would somehow escalate things or mix things up with, with Russia. But Russia is, is being shown to be, you know, the emperor has no clothes, a paper tiger. Uh, and all Ukraine said was, you know, teach us our soldiers how to fight in guerrilla warfare. Biden administration wouldn't do it. Give us the, the, the weapons we need to fight Putin in the skies. Biden wouldn't, wouldn't do that. You know, he just continues to be so timid and weak that you, you, can't, you can't get any braver or ask much more than what President Zelensky and the Ukrainian military has done. But that is also the difference when you have people just going through the motions and people that are really fighting and willing to defend their country. You know, there's that great scene in Godfather 2 when Michael is down in Cuba and he sees that they have the mercenary soldiers, but the, the locals are really willing to fight. And that's not lost on Michael Corleone, that the locals are really willing to take up the fight far more than whoever the hired guns were that were brought in. And that's what you're seeing in, in Ukraine. The Russian soldiers are sloppy. They're lazy, they're slow, they have poor communication. Uh, All the reports in Ukraine, the Russian soldiers, all they seem to do is want to break into homes that have been bombed, steal whatever they have, steal their food, steal whatever valuables they have, and then sexually molest the women and children. That's the Russian military right there. That's the Russian army. So if, if Biden had stepped up or the people around him, and said to Zelensky, yeah, let's make it happen. Thank God, you know, like Poland and the UK have stepped up and started to give them like real weapons. Biden is an unbelievable liability. And the, the only good news that's going to come out of that is the Republican Party should just clean up, up at the midterms. Right. The Republican Party um, should and hopefully a Republican, the Republican stands a very good chance of winning that second district congressional seat over um, that second district congressional seat that Langevin is leaving. Uh, That, I mean, depending on how that whole thing shakes out, but there's a very, very good chance that that is now going to go red. So, and we'll see what happens with the governor's race in Massachusetts. I'm looking forward to having uh, Jeff Deal on the program when I get back. Folks, right now it's 1259. It's the John DePietro Show. And again, our final broadcast, so to speak, from Eastern Europe. I uh, begin to uh, trek back home over the course of the weekend. Now, here's what we're going to do on the radio. Uh, we radio, Next hour is radio only. It is the power hour. You don't want to miss it. We're going to break for the one o'clock news, get you up to speed on all the news of the day. And then another full hour to go. Again, you can listen at the website, dpetro.com. Just click listen live. And then also, folks, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. So, again, uh, we're going to be back on the other side. But stay tuned right now for the 1 o'clock news. Are you in or are you-